FoxSports980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live from the GT Toys studio, that's Toys with a Z. We are in the house, the iHeart house, the Fox Sports Radio ranch. The, it's not the house I built. That one's being demolished as we speak. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm renovating this one, though. It's been a good day. We've had a good day so far. It's a better day for Jim Harbaugh. I just found out what he's making. Did you see his contract details yet, guys, as the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers? I did not. You would care to guess? We know it's a five-year deal. That's been out there. Uh, $10 million a year? He's the second, high, per reports, second highest paid head coach in the league right now. Only behind Sean Payton. $9 million? I can't remember Payton's off the top of my head, so I would say Sean, $9 million. Sean Payton is $18 million a year from the Denver Broncos. A year? Harbaugh, $16 million a year for five years. Two highest paid head coaches in the NFL are both in the AFC West. Oh, and by the way, Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and and poor Andy Reid's got to beg for other people's chicken nuggies. That's what's going on here. Something's wrong. Um, the sad part is, I don't know what the tax rate is in, in Colorado, but he's probably keeping a lot more of that money than our boys too. Man, 16 mil a year, five years. What's that? Elite tight end money? That is, I'm trying to piece together the math of 80 so, mil. So $80 million. So this is not quarterback money, but somewhere no. past court, like, no, wide it's like receiver? Elite, elite tight end. I think, gosh, there's not a lot of elite, elite tight ends, running though. back. I mean, this is, this is Christian McCaffrey money right here. See, see, you're putting plurals on it. Elite running backs, elite tight ends. When I think about McCaffrey, like it's McCaffrey and everybody else are running backs. Like we did the Saquon Barkley stuff and Josh Jacobs stuff, uh, tight ends. It's like Kelsey and everybody else. This though, like I, I said, quarterback is the highest. Here we go. Like, People are going to get upset about hearing those numbers about Harbaugh. Like, is he really worth it? The Chargers stink. Is Sean Payton worth it? If you had to overpay for something on an NFL team, the overpays would be quarterback and head coach, right? Like, if you think you got it right, which you always assume you will with moves in the professional ranks, you would think you get it right with quarterbacks and head coaches. Well, the, so if you're going to overpay, you're going to overpay. Well, let's, and, and let's be clear. If I'm going to overpay anyone, I would like for it to be my head coach, my general manager, the head of uh, marketing, because that doesn't count against my salary cap. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, you can pay Harbaugh whatever the hell you want. It doesn't count against your cap. You know, like the Raiders are still paying McDaniels, whatever the hell he was making. It doesn't count against the cap. Sucks, but it doesn't count against the cap. Uh, you know, the quarterback, obviously you do have to overpay your quarterback or is it even overpaying anymore? I don't know. But that's, I don't Trump. I don't know. Could be, maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's it's man, sixteen million a year. I understand why you didn't stay in Michigan. I get it. I, I get it now, you know. Hail the victors. Hail to the eighty million dollars over five years. It's fully guaranteed, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Now now we see if Sharon Morgan's gonna have to pay for whatever happened while Harbaugh was the head coach in Michigan while he counts his money in, in LA. He took the deal, you mentioned the taxes, that's fine with that get that high of a number for a head coach. God, can you imagine getting offered $80 million, $100 million and saying no to that type of money? But, like, I think there's a pushback here from NFL fans that eventually the bubble will burst. We'll use a financial term that maybe the NFL is making billions of dollars in profit. That maybe the price of a quarterback will go down one day. Or the better way to phrase that would be maybe teams won't have 45% of their salary cap tied up in one player. And they'll say, hey, a better way to build a roster is through this. I could see that maybe happening, but if this is the number of a head coach in the NFL, I don't think that price will ever go down. So you laugh because you know no, I'm, I'm totally wrong. You don't think? 100. There you go. 100. First of all, co head coach salary, quarterbacks, apples oranges, right? Again, one counts against the cap, one counts against your marketing. That's like you know, or or, your, or what you bring in. Um, how much does the quarterback? For the Kansas City Chiefs, isn't he a half a billion dollar quarterback? Hasn't he been six straight championship games and 
all of that. I mean, listen, I get it. Brock Purdy's making – we make Brock Purdy money. No, we don't. But I'm saying, like, it's not – like like a local exec is making Brock Purdy money and then some. I get that. But until there's a run of Brock Purdy's out there winning Super Bowls, they're going to keep getting paid. Because right now, that dude, him, is Patrick Mahomes, and he's a half-a-billion-dollar quarterback. Let's go back to Purdy for a second there, though. Let's say he does it. And you know, you already know my take. I think for the next two weeks, it's going to be all about Brock Purdy, more so next week than this week. That What can he do? What type of quarterback is he? What about the salary? Is he going to get a raise? No chance? Zero. Like, on a scale, zero to 100. That if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl for the Niners, he can't reset the market. Like we just watched the quarterback at nine hundred thousand dollars do it. No, okay, I he just tossed it out. He can one hundred percent reset the market because he'll be the next one to get paid. All right. So he'll be he'll be the one that gets because like right now there's there's two ways to pay your quarterback. Right there's the obscene big number, the five hundred million, the three four hundred million, and then there's the guarant fully guaranteed. See, I got to give you one. If you're the next in line, I got to give you one of those things. So CJ Stroud is is lining up in the next four years to make 300 plus million dollars, mostly guaranteed. Because the one thing about the Mahomes deal is it's not very guaranteed. Originally, it's it's realistically like what a hundred eighty million dollar deal that they've been reworking and reworking and reworking and reworking. But like until that, the same argument on why you don't pay a running back is the argument why you do pay a quarterback. Because the quarterbacks, the only one we don't, wasn't grossly overpaid recently is Brady. And the thing is, we just, we don't really know what the Brady deal was. Let's, let's, let's pretend for a second that we don't just believe everything we're told. Brady, yes, he had a great team-friendly deal. But he also had a T12 store right there in, in Foxborough. He, he also uh, is now a big part of No Bull. He's on the he's on the board for an airline. He's on he owns sports teams. He owns this. He has I feel like some of the startup capital probably came from, I don't know, someone named Kraft. So, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like there's still that he was rewarded in other ways. And if they got away with it, God bless him, it worked. But you you gotta pay your quarterbacks. And one of the guys who's gonna decide how much to pay the quarterback or be a big part of that conversation right now, we are learning is the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, former defensive coordinator for the Ravens, Mike McDonald. He is the guy. He was named it today. It is a six-year contract. We don't know the we don't know the price yet, but let's say since he's a first, it's $10 million a year for six years. He is now the head coach in Seattle. How you doing, Mike McDonald? Every August... I try to do this with you. It's every August, and I will say it Buy again. Buy a nice birthday present? <laughs> that's not it. But yeah, that's definitely I, not it. You're right. I know I said this on the air with you. I said, there's a host out in Western New York named Jeremy White who's been on the show before. He covers the Bills, and he talks about the preseason pledge. And I will not get worked up over third stringers. I will not think this guy's the future of my franchise. This is the preseason pledge I take. I'm taking a new pledge <laughs> starting January every year. That's my August pledge. This is my January. Because I know, I know I bit again. I said, when there's the head coaching carousel in the NFL, it's lying season. I told you this, Levac. I said, it's lying season. Like the NFL draft, you're going to mm. hear names that are not going to be associated with mm. the job, but agents are going to do their job, and coordinators are going to be pumped up, and reporters are going to miss. There's this, like, arc of, like, who – it's like a race at Saratoga. Who's in first? Who's in second? Who's going to get the – Mike McDonald oh, – Who's on second, I think. Mike McDonald was nowhere close to this thing. Unless you and I missed reports from Pacific Northwest outlets – I don't remember Mike McDonald's name being mentioned for this in comparison to Dan Quinn. At one point, Pete Carroll was back in the mix. He was not in this mix, and sure enough, he's the head coach. Ben Johnson was a lock to be the Washington Redskin. Redskin. How dare I? Commander <laughs> head coach. That's my fault. That is your fault, and that's an inside <laughs> joke, and I apologize. I'll, I'll tell it. I don't care. No, no, no. That's, no, I will. No, no I will. There was a tweet last night from the, from the Washington Redskins account, which – is obviously not the Washington Commanders, that the reason he didn't want it is we'll say he thought that the commander's name was a sissy name. We'll there say we'll say based on on the way the tweet was written, not how we feel. And because it was so convincingly a, the Washington Redskins, there was a second where Gaz bought it. 
and thought it was a real tweet. I bought. I thought it was a real tweet, and I'm sorry I said the R word. All right, over two there for me. But we all thought Ben Johnson would be the next Washington football coach. Belichick was a lock for Atlanta. Stop. I'm done. These reporters fooled me again, and Mike McDonald's the recent example of it. And you fooled me as well. I just, shame on me. Shame, shame, shame. Well, McDonald was a shortlist guy. Like he was listed as as a potential guy for a lot of the jobs. Panthers, this one, that one, the other one. Um, it looked like Dan Quinn was the man in Seattle, but I think we probably should have known he wasn't once, you know, De- Detroit, well, actually, Dallas gets bounced. I keep saying Lions a lot today. I don't know what's going on. The Lions are on my mind. Um, once Dallas was bounced, if if Dan Quinn wasn't hired in quick fashion, I guess it was clear they, that wasn't the guy. So McDonald becomes available for full interviews and all that stuff. The Ravens season is over. And here we are a couple days later, and he's the man. He's taken over. So as the musical chairs game of NFL head coaching gets down to one chair, there's just one chair in the middle of the of the field right now, and walking around that chair is Mike Vrabel, is Dan Quinn. I'd say Dan Quinn's out now completely. I don't I don't see Washington going Dan Quinn. Um, he's Bill Belichick, man. Three. Season dudes. I think uh, you could probably throw Pete Carroll in there. I bet you any money if Pete Carroll got offered a head coaching job, he'd jump all over it. But like Bill Belichick's now being rumored in other places, doing other things, like being parts of organizations, not not even a head coach. So it's again, imagine a year ago, imagine two months ago. Hey, there's going to be eight NFL head coaching openings. Okay, available for those jobs. Bill Belichick, he gets the first one. Let me go through the names. No, okay, fine. So you got Bill Belichick, he gets the first one. Okay, Mike Vrabel, he gets the second one. All right, Dan Quinn, oh, he's going to Seattle. And now none of those dudes have jobs. <laughs> ben Johnson, I heard he wants to go to Washington. Like none of those. So here's Washington sitting here. Washington all of a sudden looks pretty. You know what I mean? What's the old saying? A two at ten, but a ten at two. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. in the bar, kids, and there's only one single lady left, and that's your Washington Commanders. Who wants to go home with the Commanders, kids? Like, And I don't have a guess anymore. They like Aaron Glenn. They talk to Aaron Glenn. I got to believe you're at least calling everybody right now. You're calling Vrabel. Because if, if I had my choice right now with Washington, I would try to get Vrabel to come to town. Unless you're just – hell-bent on an offensive mind after having Ron Rivera for so long. But even in that case, who's the offensive mind I really want that's out there? Texans just re-up Bobby Slowick, so he's coming back to keep working with C.J. Stroud. Johnson's staying with with Goff. A lot of these guys must have looked around and said, you know what? It's it's almost 2 a.m. in the bar, but uh, I'd rather go home. I'd rather hit play on a movie. I'd rather not do this. And meanwhile, Harbaugh's got $16 million a year. It's in, it's a very intriguing, interesting coaching carousel this year. And I just I can't believe that there's a realistic scenario that even with one more job open, with no real favorite link to it, Bill Belichick is not going to be a head coach in the NFL this year, and he wants to be. I'll throw a wild card name out there just because the clarity of the John Washington – no, not John Gruden. Brian Kelly. Wow. I say Brian Kelly because of how we let off the show today, talking about Harbaugh. Like, Harbaugh got so much money. So much money. And Brian Kelly went from Notre Dame, left Notre Dame, to another college to make more money. And he could say, you know what? I think I've done about enough I need to do here at LSU. I'm jumping to the pros, and I'm going to have the number two pick, and I'm going to take Jaden Daniels, and I'm going to run my offense. And If you're Jaden Daniels, you go, please don't take me. Please don't take me. Maybe. But if it's not any of those guys, like, what else do they have to do? This is the fun part about coaching evaluation. And it's way different than players. Like, players, we get it. They get older. They're maybe don't understand. They're not understanding the offense. They don't fit the scheme. Like, there's reasons why certain teams and colleges would avoid certain players because of their strengths and weaknesses. They're not forgetting football. Belichick's different because we know he wants command of the franchise. He's done that for the Patriots. So he's a little different than Mike Vrabel or Aaron Glenn. Hell, maybe Brian Kelly. May I just answer my own question out loud? But you would think in Washington, it's like, guys, the longer you wait, you're going to make these coaches feel like, I'm good. Like, if Mike Vrabel doesn't coach this season, 
I feel like his phone's still going to ring in 2025. If Aaron Glenn doesn't get this job and the Lions are good again, I think Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn's phones ring again in 2025. You said Belichick to end what you just said there. I don't feel as confident about that one. Like, if everybody passed on what's supposed to be the greatest coach of all time, why did they pass? Why would his phone ring again in 2025? Man, who would have ever guessed that this would be the spot they're well, in? Well, so, like, like, Belichick's lurking now. Like, he's he's the Michael Myers of most head coaching rooms right now, especially Dable. Dable, you got to get it right this year because we know, we know the Giants love him. We know that Belichick... So if he falls on his face, if we have a year like last year, hell, if we have a year like the year before, because remember, they started off terrible. They made it to the playoffs. We have that kind of year. You could see that move. Like, you could see that. I I think Belichick is coaching in the NFL next season. I mean, how does Washington not take him? I don't. If you get him and McDaniels, how do you not take him? Because then you're getting your offense that you wanted. How do you not? I want to make sure I say this correctly because we have a lot of examples of this in both college and the professional ranks the last, maybe more so last 15 years. If Belichick does not get a job, I have a feeling our pals Quinn and Cantor are going to ask you this question tomorrow when you're on with them in the morning as well. Let's say by that time, Belichick is officially not a head coach for an NFL team because Kansas City could be in the mix too. There's rumors floating around from our big Fox people that Andy Reid's going to retire and then maybe Belichick will be the head coach of the Chiefs. If Belichick doesn't get a gig here in 2024, has any coach hurt their reputation with on the field, big capital letters, on the field, on the court, on the ice, production, legacy, view of greatness more than Belichick and what just happened here this last month? Because I can give you examples of coaches off the field that have hurt their legacy, but when it comes to actual action and games being played and how we view someone as Wow, he was a really bad coach and below 500 before Brady. All-time great coach with Brady. Back being below 500 and drafting weirdly, and now no one wants to hire him. Like, I'm struggling to name a coach who might have hurt his legacy, how we view them at the end of his career more than what could happen here if Belichick doesn't get this Washington gig. I mean... Like, Joe Gibbs know. didn't hurt it when he went back to Washington. He was already in the Hall of Fame. Nobody thinks of, like, the last few yeah, years of Gibbs. kind of forget about that all, all the time. Parcells was still in the Hall of Fame, and I don't think Parcells' last few years really did anything like that. Tony La is probably the only one. Tony La Russa was also in the Hall of Fame, but Tony La Russa's was less about if people wanted him and more about, hey, man, you got to wake up during the game. You can't take a nap in the dugout. Like, Bobby Bowden and Jim Beheims are a little different. Bobby Bowden, the late Bobby Bowden got pushed out. Bayheim's thing was weird, but Bayheim's probably number two if we had to make a list. But I don't know if Bayheim would have got a gig. But Belichick and those guys are kind of like that. But this is different. Bayheim didn't go looking for another gig. Like Bowden needed to go looking for another gig. Belichick did walk out there, said I'm the goat. Well, of course yeah. you're gonna hire me. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, we're on to Atlanta. What they took somebody else? Oh crap. Uh never mind. Man, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. I, we will watch. I still. I think. I think next year he's in. Because it's got. It's got to be one of those things where you look around it, when you screw up this year because a lot of these coaches will be mistakes. You probably look around and go, "Well, we still get Belichick. <laughs> still get Belichick. We still get the greatest of all time. It'll be fine. Still so get the greatest of all time. I think it's Chevy. I do. I'm a Chevy guy. I'm a bow tie guy. I think it's Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive a Mohawk Chevy. That's what they say. And they're with you, man. I got to. Um. I got to tell you. I drive, I drive so cautiously for the most part in my truck. I love ScarJo. I love my my Silverado. Um, I haven't even had to have an oil change yet. I'm about I'm about due for my first oil change. That's how that's how cautiously I drive. Her. I just love that truck, man. I don't want to mess with it. You should feel that way about your vehicle. You should love what you drive. Over 260 new vehicles on the lot at Mohawk Chevrolet. One of them's ready to go home with you. Maybe maybe multiple. Just redo the whole family. It's, it, I, I'd say it's time. I think you want to get in there, get those bow ties going. And uh, they got great deals. Red tag events going on, some some sign and drives where you pay your first payment and you're out of there with brand new tracks or Equinox, pre-owned, you name it, they got it, fleet service. Rap Kings is right there now, right in the same property. So 
If you have, like, I really want this, but I wanted this special design on it, they can do it all right there for you at Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Going out of the way to please me lately is the New York Knickerbockers. We talk about them next right here at Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Pfizer. A little bit of volume in Clifton Park this afternoon on both sides of Route 9 in the area of 146. Also a little bit of volume in Latham on the northbound side coming into Troy Schenectady Road. No delays at all up or down the northway. Throughway looks good, so does 787 and I-90. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Bark. As the world keeps changing, so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're designed to help protect against recent variants. Learn more about a COVID-19 vaccine option at ScheduleCovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hey there, Dan Patrick here. I've got something hot for you, and I'm not just talking about the big game. It's the original Louisiana brand hot sauce. And let me tell you, game changer. Whether you're tailgating with your boys, hosting the ultimate big game party, the original Louisiana brand hot sauce is the MVP. Perfect balance of heat and flavor, and you add that to all your food. It's like a touchdown dance for your taste buds. The hot sauce brings the soulful heat of Louisiana to your party, turning every gathering into a spicy celebration of food and football. No huddle, no problem. The hot sauce is ready. Fast-paced action of your tailgate or the big game party. Quick and easy, just like your favorite team executing the perfect play. So make the call. Add the original Louisiana brand hot sauce to your roster today. The big game MVP of flavors. Ready to take your game day experience to a whole new level. The original Louisiana brand hot sauce. Flavor favors the bold. Generation X throwing salutes the capital region, small businesses, and the hardworking employees. Generation X throwing, a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets, who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously voted the best axe throwing in the capital region. Now through the end of February is family time. Come on in with your family and see how much fun you can have together. 90 Fuller Road, Albany. 518-712-7070. Theaxeplace.com. Happy Valentine's Day from Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Hey guys, we want to be your jeweler. We can show you fantastic gifts starting at just $25. Jewelry shopping is always easy at Lily and David at the Shops of Wilton, just down from TJ Maxx. If you are someone who experiences migraine attacks, you know it's the everyday moments that matter. Mom, come play with me. The moments you don't want to miss. <laughs> Nurtec ODT, Remegipant 75 milligrams orally disintegrating tablets, is the only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines all in one, giving you and your healthcare provider the power to control your migraine treatment. Nurtec ODT is approved for the acute treatment of migraine attacks and preventative treatment of episodic migraine in adults. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. Allergic reactions can occur even days after using and include trouble breathing, rash, and swelling of the face, mouth, tongue, or throat. Most common side effects were nausea and indigestion stomach pain. For full prescribing information, call 1-833-4-NERTEC or visit nertech.com. Ask your healthcare provider about NERTEC today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back in Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. They just keep winning. They just keep winning 14-2 and two in the month of January. The New York Knicks, guys, you know last time they won 14 games in a month? Ooh. Uh, 1995. 94. Ah! 94. You know what else they did in 94? They went pretty far in the postseason. They lost the finals to Hakeem Olajuwon and the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Two for two, kind of. Um, all right, dude, I'm telling you, it's over. It's over. Season's over, Eastern Conference. Hang it up, Celtics. Hang it up, Milwaukee. Philadelphia. You out. We here. New York getting it done. Bing bong. That, that fast? It's over. Oh, okay. History repeats itself. 118-103 over the Jazz last night. I continue to get mocked over this, which is ridiculous. Oh, the Mac loves the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do during this seven-game win streak. Yeah. How dare I love the Knicks right now, huh? Eight-game win streak, I should say. Nine's coming up. Nine and one in the last ten. What's up? How you doing? How you doing? We're the Knicks. 31, 31 wins. Third place by themselves in the Eastern Conference. Looking up at the Milwaukee Bucks and a head coach we know is going to collapse in the playoffs. It's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake. It's me. Giannis, he's good. I'm not. I'm not good in the postseason. Never have been. Never will be. I love how the Doc Rivers impression he only has a time limit because that would destroy your voice every single time. Okay, yeah, I'm oh. already. I have a headache from it. I have a headache, but I'm telling you, feels good, man. Feels good. It is a fun time to be a Knicks fan, and I can tell you, if, if they can find a way, they can find a way to get and stay healthy. OG Ananobi missed another game. You know, obviously Julius Randle, we're dealing with some, we're dealing with some stuff here with the shoulder. Got a, got an elbow for one, shoulder for the other. Dealing with some stuff. Some things are being dealt with. But getting a great performance out of the other guys. Dante DiVincenzo has the best game of his NBA career. Nine for 15 from three-point range. Goes off for 33 points. Jalen Brunson, what he do? Oh, 29 points. Nine assists. You know how. How about Josh Hart with a with a triple-double? Getting out there dropping tens. Ten points, ten rebounds, ten assists. This is, what, this is what's up. Precious. Precious, achoo, bless you, 40 minutes played, <laughs> 18 points. Everybody in the starting lineup, positive, plus minus differential. Jericho Sims out there, two points, plus 14 differential. This is what's up, man. It's a good team. This is a well-constructed roster is what this is. There you go. That's the answer. Ding, ding, ding. Circle gets the square. All of those bonuses and more because – this brings me back to other teams who had been successful in the NBA, especially young teams. Like, I think back to the Memphis Grizzly team when they were playing without John ja Morant. Memphis was still finding ways to win. You think, God, this is way back when. Think back to, like, the Rockets and Magic of the early 2000s when Tracy McGrady had had to miss some time. and Even Grant Hill had to miss some time. Those teams were still finding ways to win. They could have won the finals, but they were still finding ways to win. It shows how high-level basketball that's being played when – Guys like OG aren't out there and Julius Randle aren't out there and this Knicks team can still win. Dante DiVincenzo, who you mentioned. So he can go for 30? Like That's amazing to think about maybe the fifth best guy on the roster. And a month ago, people would have been like, DiVincenzo's a nice player. He's probably average. He's okay. He's going to make a nice career. One night he can be the best player for you. Dante DiVincenzo is an example of a postseason player. And what I mean by that is that when you start going through that grind to the postseason, Think back to the 90s Bulls. Steve Kerr hit some of the biggest shots for them. Think back to the early 2000 Lakers. Robert Ory hit some of the biggest shots for them. There are players on these rosters that when it's a game three, four, and five of a series and your superstars or most impactful players have gone as far as they can, who's going to be the next one up? Who's going to make the play in these pivotal games? I know I just gave them some huge compliments about the teams I just compared the 2024 New York Knicks to, but all those things are true. Yeah, you you missed one part though. Mm-hmm. What's that? As good as Dante was, he was not the best player for the Knicks. It's still Bronson. It, it's it's Bronson. That's him. That's he. He is Hemi Brunson. That's who he is. he is. He is legit, man. Like he's. They were talking about him a couple nights ago, and he was just like, he's undersized. He's kind of slow, but he works on his footwork. He does everything right. And it's just like, I love when compliments sound like insults. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look at this little slow guy who's really good. Like, wait, it's, come on. Wait a second. I don't know if you caught this. It feels like you are like fellow Knicks fans. Little guy who's slow. Are you referencing Candace Parker? Have you seen She's what's... She's not a guy. 
But she's not. She, she's, I, I mean, it's 2024. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Let me open TMZ Sports real quick and make sure I'm right. Hold on. She is not a guy. She okay. is one of the all great right. women's basketball players of all time in that sport. But she is public enemy number one for New York Knicks fans. And I don't know if every Knicks fan caught this. That about a week ago, Candace Parker was going viral because she was on the TNT crew. And she said, you know, one of the problems with the Knicks is that Jalen Brunson didn't step up last year in the postseason. Which Nick fan quickly reminded Candace Parker, oh, you mean when he went for 24, 5, yeah. and 5? Oh, do you mean the second round when he went for 31, 6, and 5? Candace, what are you talking about? So, of course, it's 2024, and people just don't want to be like, oh, I missed that one. It was D Ford who was offsides. You know, that's my <laughs> bet. People want, some people don't want to admit when they were wrong or just have a bad take. Candace doubled down and said, no, 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 I'm with Becky Hammond. Six, two guards can't be the lead option on a championship team. So she has become public enemy number one, which quickly some people were like, you know, like Steph Curry is on the Warriors. So that one does like Candace Parker replied. I do think also we're talking about offensive, but like not defensively. But when you look at the Warriors and Steph and their runs defensively, they had other top defenders around them. So then she like tried to do Nick fans are like, knock it off. Stop trying to pick at Jalen Brunson. So even Candace Parker like is taking heat now because of comments you're talking about where it's like, People just enjoy well, the they Knicks. Were, they were doing it like a compliment. It, this right. was this was like Clyde and everybody on TV where it's just like, you know, he's not the biggest, not the strongest, not the fastest. But, but I will say, like, he, the way he had his hands wrapped last night, I thought he was coming out the box. You see the tape job he had on his hands? I thought it was Kevin Owens from the WWE. I thought he was going to start <laughs> throwing hands. It, it's He is he is everything you could want in a, in a team player, in a team sport like basketball. Like, like for everyone – you know, we, we talk about this, like the trends that'll, that'll change and this and all these things. The trend was you need two superstars. Then the trend was you need three superstars. Before that, you need a big man, seven-footer. Yeah, at least, yeah, you need a dominant big man to protect the rim and patrol the paint. Now it's, if this goes the way it looks like it's going to go, you need all those things unless you just build a solid roster, unless you just build a team that does what they're supposed to do. This is a great example of moving the goalposts, right? Is that yeah. this is an example all, of it? All the time. Right. Well, it's it's every everybody always likes to say the NFL is a copy copycat league. Every league's a copycat league. They're leagues. Oh, you won championships. I'm going to do what you did. But the Knicks are doing something the Knicks haven't done since the early '90s. They're ignoring us, as they should, as fans, and they're building a solid roster. They're not overreacting. They're not giving up the entire future for an aged superstar. They're not giving up the entire roster for some guy who doesn't know how to pass the ball out of Denver. They're giving up hey, what they need. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> well, I mean, they I'm gave trying up. to sneak that in there. I caught that one. <laughs> they gave up. Oh, you actually paid attention to that. Look at that. <laughs> um, no, but, they, but you know, the R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly trade. That could have went really bad. That's What were they, 30-plus points a night between the two of them? Yeah. That could have been really bad. O.J. Anobi fit in instantly. Precious Achua. He's looking good. Like, they, they just – it's one of those things where – Every once in a while, as fans, we have to admit that we're crazy, we're a little toxic, and we should shut the bleep up and let the guys work. Leon Rose, he's hiding. We don't know who he is. We don't even know what he sounds like. That's the last time he spoke publicly. I have no idea what his voice sounds like. I believe right. I'm serious when I, I say this. like this. I, I am Leon Rose. I think Leon Rose publicly has spoken one time, once, and I believe it was like a summer league basketball tournament or it might have even been close like to the hiring, like the opening press conference. He has spoken once to the media. And someone could, if anyone can find Leon Rose, Nick's media sessions, please, at the Jeff Levac, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. They don't exist. Don't dive too deep in that rabbit hole. I'm convinced they don't exist. So we haven't heard from I do want to go back quickly to that Brunson point, though, we're talking about here with Candace Parker. Because you've mentioned it a few times, and today is another day where it's like the Knicks are great. Enjoy it. Fans do want more. So if Candace Parker in May, or you as a Knicks fan who wants to see maybe an addition be made to this roster, if the Knicks get bumped by Boston, and the reason they get bumped by the Celtics, whether it be the conference finals or the conference semis, is because Kristoff's Porzingis dominated. That's going to really suck for Knicks fans. But okay, they didn't have somebody who would go up against the big 7'4 Latvian. If they get bumped by the Greek freak, that's a little different because Greek freak is truly a, a freak, and you can't find a guy that skilled just anywhere in the world. But if they get bumped by like, and I'm just throwing the Orlando match out here. Orlando the other night played against Phoenix 
and held them to one field goal at one point in the second half for like eight minutes because four guys on the floor were 6'10 and taller. You know, that's a video game when you're doing the creative player mode. But the Magic are playing with tall guys. If that's the reason why the Knicks get bumped because they didn't have a dominant big man, we can, uh, we can have that conversation in May. But I'm not, I don't want to do it in January. Like, I get. Yeah, but this that, is when you can fix it. Who? Like, who's who's the seven-footer they're going to find that a team's willing to get rid of? That's the tough part. You want to go get uh, Eddie from uh, Purdue, who's like seven-foot-five. If you just want to sit down in Purdue, yeah. If you want to just sit. Taco Fall, grab him. Right. Seven-six underneath the hoop. Like, I just I just don't want to, like, rip on the Knicks because they've been so great. They oh. deserve all the credit in the world. It's not about negative stuff. I'm with you, Levesque. Like, we should not be focusing on anything negative for the Knicks. This is the best basketball they played in 30 years. That's it. That's what it should be. Oh, this is six nine guy doesn't look very happy with where he is right now. Putting out hourglass tweets. LeBron James. I mean, what? you want LeBron? Yeah. And Bronny? Yeah. I don't <laughs> care about Bronny. Whatever. I'm just saying. You know, what if uh, what if LeBron was part of this too? You know, I mean, you never know. We'll get there. We'll get there with the should the Lakers trade LeBron? Taking about. You know what? We can do it today. Because isn't his contract up? I believe with the Lakers because. Bronny is draft eligible. Now, I'm sure the plan for LeBron has changed a little bit because Bronny, because of the medical issues he's dealing with, and I believe he's okay at USC. Like, is he an NBA caliber player right now? Probably needs another year because of medical stuff. But it would make more sense for the Lakers to trade LeBron because if you know he's leaving, why wouldn't you? He looks unhappy. He's, you know, the hourglass out there. Uh, He's got a player option for next year. He's unrestricted in, in 25. Going to twenty six. God, his contract is always so smart, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's so. Well, it helps so when you're the best player on the planet, yeah. you know, or the biggest name. I, I, was, I was just saying, I saw him. He, he was. Did you see the press conference, the post game, where he like didn't have anything. He's like, he he's like, I I don't have anything to say. And then he was about to talk, and the the whoever whoever the marketing person, whoever the media person was, was like, that's it, everybody, whatever. And you see him go, thank you, because he was about to say something <laughs> he shouldn't say. I don't, I don't really want LeBron. I thought you were going to freak out. That's kind of why I did that one. Did I thought you, you were going to push back. Did you love that, though? Did you love that they stopped it and yeah. actually thanked him? Because I love that he thanked them. I love that he realized that whoever, however they did their job well and saved him a lot of headaches. I would say it's you, of anybody I've ever met in my life in this field, have the most unique take on what happened there, especially for LeBron in that spot, because – You've been on both sides of this. You've been in media sessions as a member of the media, and you've been a team president, which you still are, for the Albany Firebirds. And I got some stuff for you in about an hour, by the way. You were not getting off the hook with the question I got for you I about the Firebirds. No, no, no. No, no, no. I got a question got about this. places to be. Uh, w- how do you feel? Like, did you feel, like, nervous, stressed when you saw that happen? Do you, like, feel like, oh, no, I've been there, man. T- personally, when you see that LeBron interaction, because this is going to heat up here in the next two weeks to be closer to the deadline of those type of questions coming LeBron's way. The only time I was in that situation where I knew the guy should shut up and I told him, I told everybody else, hey, let's not do this, was with Antonio Brown. And Tom Meshin from CBS yeah. 6, if I had to say his name, there it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, told told Antonio, like, listen, before, I'm like, I think the best bet is to keep it to football. You know, we can, we'll cherry pick who you sit down with in the future, even if it's me. And we'll do everything. We'll we'll answer those questions in a controlled environment, so you can get, you can say exactly what you want to say and, and whatever. Okay, yeah, great idea, Jeff. Good idea, Jeff. So sure enough, the questions start coming. I go, hey, we're keeping the football today, and he goes, no, I'll answer it. I'm like, <sighs> so yeah. So when when I saw LeBron go, thank you. Like I was like, all right, LeBron still gets it. LeBron still, as much as LeBron can drive you insane with his. Like he kind of jumps the bandwagon to where he thinks the political opinion, the public opinion is, where where he want, where he thinks he can get the most fandom out of. He's still smart enough to know that when someone says, "Hey, you don't have to answer that," oh, you know what? Not gonna, like, because that's that's an art in its own right. Not answering questions at the, at the when you're when you're heated up is smart. But again, what I mean, does a guy like that upset the apple cart? Or does he come in? LeBron, Antonio Brown, or Tom Meshin? What guy? Well, we know the answer to one of them. The <laughs> other one still hasn't talked to me ever since I shut him down. Um, so let's go with the, let's go with LeBron James. Okay. Like when you when you're playing such a perfect style of basketball, does he buy in and play that style of basketball with you, 
or does he come in and try to take over and ruin everything? Mm, I want to get. A, I want to do a funny quote here about LeBron, but all the ones I keep thinking of involve swear words. Uh, I'll just do Johnny Drama from Entourage. I am the game. Okay. Clean that up real well. LeBron does not fit anybody's style. LeBron is the star. He's He was nice about it when he went to Miami and said it's Dwayne Wade's team, sort of, and Bosh's. No, no, no. LeBron has had the team revolve around him for 20-plus years, and he is one, if not two. Today's not who's the GOAT conversation. Yeah, I'll leave that for other shows. No, no, no. LeBron will do what he wants. I believe, I'm sure LeBron has a no-trade clause in his contract. You know, We're talking about player options and everything else. That might have been a mood point at the end. It would have been smarter for the Lakers to not add that in. But like you said, it's LeBron. He's going to do what he wants. So no, no. Would it be nice if the Knicks had a playmaker and like very baseball-like do a rent for two months, get a pitcher, you know, a closer, a big-time fourth-quarter finisher? Yeah. I don't think with the contenders out there that exist, the only one maybe, maybe would be Zion. And they don't really need Zion. They don't need Zion. They don't. Draymond they don't need. I'm thinking of teams who are contenders that would be willing to part with guys. Draymond, I think Draymond, I, if he if he keeps his mind right, he fits. I think get that big enforcer out there, so so OG's not the only one out there. If you gave me a pick right now in Mar- late March of 2024, who would I rather have down low for the Knicks? Hartenstein, Mitchell Robinson, Draymond Green. I wouldn't touch it. I'd just let it roll. Let it go. Let Robinson get back healthy. Let Hartenstein do his thing. I wouldn't touch Draymond. Nah, I'm good. Pass. I, I don't know if anybody out there is perfect, but it it just it does feel. I feel like this is a team that can make a run. Everybody's healthy. You can make if everything goes right. Like right right now, all of New York sports heavy ifs, heavy ifs. If Soto hits in Yankee Stadium, if every pitcher stays healthy, if Rodem comes back. You know, if Pete Alonso has a great year, if this, if that, if if everyone's healthy and ready to go for the Knicks, they they can make the Eastern Conference Finals. God help us, possibly get into the NBA Finals. It's a big if. I'd rather take that out if I can. Let me add another if because I know there's this connection with CAA. That's a ad agency and agents and everything else that I believe he's still or has been a client of the past. That this actually could be a name being rumored. Ben Simmons. He's a knee contusion. We can't we, we can't deal with that. If right Ben now. Simmons is a healthy six ten down low and that's skilled, like there's their answer. Yeah, but he's not down low. And he's also not good. He's also he's a, he thinks he's a shooting guard. Yeah, he's he a does. point guard out there. He he doesn't he's not gonna eh, no. I, I pass on that one, thanks. If it's all the same to to everyone in there. as a matter of fact, I while you while you court Ben Simmons, I'll go to find some hookers and weed. <laughs> hookers and weed, please. Hookers and weed. And everybody, what? Beer. It's a beer. It's a great beer. It's brought to you by the lovely ladies at JJ Hookers, Willow B. Weed, Hookers and Weed Lager. Phenomenal beer. Go to hookersandweed.com. Learn all about it. You also can find out everywhere that has it. Deli and Brew over by Hudson Valley, Glenville Beverage, King's Tavern. Got them some Hookers and Weed now. LePage's Market, Lionheart Pub and Brewery. More and more places sign on every day to be where you can go to get yourself some Hookers and Weed beer. Once you try it, you're going to love it. You can get the, uh, they got drinkware, they got accessories, apparel, everything for you, hookersandweed.com. Again, try it today. You're going to like it. You're going to enjoy it. And then you can look at me and everybody else and go, well, I'd, I'd love if when I'm out and about, if people just start yelling out, hey, LeVac, thanks for those hookers and weeds, they, you know, because I got you some beers. And everybody would be like, that's awesome. Hey, LeVac, appreciate the heads up on hookers and weed. And I'll be like, yeah, you're welcome. I want that yelled across places. That's what I want. That's that's what I live for at, at this at this moment. I do too. I don't want to be there. I want to film. It. <laughs> I also want everybody to go check out the Albany Firewolves because this is a great product. Team six and one. They're back in town. We got to, uh, we got somebody coming up, don't we? Yes, we do. Find out who it is next. Right here, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar. Nothing worked before. Left there and. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. A good Wednesday tradition that we've begun is a little, little Albany Firewolves talk. Joining us right now, number 19 in your programs, number one in your hearts, defenseman Patrick Kaschalk. And uh, Pat, you are the the what are you, the second leader in points right now for the league for defensemen? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked too much into it. Everything's going pretty well right now, though. 
That's I, I good answer because I was good answer, say, good answer, <laughs> like a family feud. <laughs> well, because like yeah. when I when I saw your name, like the cheesy radio guy in me came out, like catch chalk, it, like it sounds like a goal, and then I was like, well, you're a defenseman, yeah. you don't care about that, but then you get points, so you you do have, you know, you you've scored a little as well, so so it's like I I'm just trying to justify my nerddom is what I'm doing, Patrick. Yeah, I think it's it's going well. I think the whole back end is doing a good job of starting to contribute. Um, I think we've done a good job as a team kind of balancing the floor where when we need a big goal, the offense has kind of had it for us. And then times where they might be a little bit slower, we've been able to chip in. Um, so I think it's, it's everybody helping everybody, and that's uh, been a big key to our success lately. So it's been exciting. You've embraced Albany now, right? Like, I know the past is Stony Brook, and there might be a, a little rivalry with the Great Danes. You were all Capital Region now, even though your college might have told a different story. Yeah, I'm all, I'm, uh, all Albany now. Uh, it makes it a little easier that Stony Brook's in the CAA now, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's not right. a direct competition. But uh, there was a time where uh, Albany wasn't a place that uh, – we we didn't uh, the Seawolves didn't want to go to and uh, or if we did have to go there we wanted to make a name for ourselves but now um, I've definitely embraced it I enjoy it there uh, it feels like home and the fans have been amazing uh, it's good starting to get some wins for them at home so it makes it a little easier for them to like us too. See, I was wondering about that Patrick Kastrock with us right now of the Albany Firewolves Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty so because Stony Brook New York and Albany New York very different things. I was thinking about like some kind of like culture shock for you when you got here, thinking it was going to be just like Stony Brook. But you do have at least some Albany experience. But is it is is it the lifestyle you like being from Windsor? Is Albany a little more you know to your liking with the lifestyle? Yeah, it's a lot similar to Windsor. I did my fifth year in uh, the Midwest too, and I think it's it was a little bit similar to that. Um, it's it's big and small at the same time. Uh, unlike uh, Stony Brook is kind of all big, all go all the time. Uh, I think you get the best of both worlds in Albany being upstate. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, do you like the city? Do you like the country? Do you like it? It's Albany, man. Throw a rock. You'll find them. <laughs> yeah. 7 o'clock, the Albany Firewolves are back in action inside MVP Arena as they take on the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. We're going to talk about that match in a little bit. I know Capital Region sports fans are happy to have the Firewolves back at home and all the success. But first, uh, Levesque, you know I've tried to do this before with our radio jobs and studios and coworkers. Kangaroo Court. Like, I want to have a jar in here that you find people for swearing and etiquette that's broken. Patrick, you run the Kangaroo Court for the Albany Firewolves? Take us through that if people don't know what that is. Yeah, so uh, it's the Kangaroo Court. It's more about accountability, though. So making sure we're doing the little things being good pros, being good teammates. So it's just, uh, it keeps the boys in check that they know that if, uh, if, you, if you slip up a little bit, your teammates are going to hold you accountable and it's going to cost you a couple bucks. Okay, so it's, it's, it's monetary fine punishments. It's not like it, you, don't, you don't give them chores of embarrassment every once in a while? Uh, no, it's usually just uh, small monetary uh, losses for players. Uh, we just try to keep it to an extent standardized. So um, if guys are slipping up, they kind of know the consequence already. Uh, it's really small, but it keeps the guys laughing. It's something we do uh, after our morning shoot around on game days. And we kind of close the door and you let it fly for a little bit and get to uh, joke around, but also hold each other accountable. So I think, it, I think it's a big part of being a team. And we do a little trivia in there where we get to know uh, – some of the players where we have uh, some multiple choice questions to get to know your teammates too. Uh, so it, it's fun and it's a, it's a good uh, process that keeps the locker room tight. For those who might watch Ted Lasso, you might remember some scenes of that show as well with the kangaroo court of the athletes. And more. I imagine you with like a 1700, 1800s wig, like a big gavel. Is that, is there costumes involved or anything like that or no? No, no right. costumes, right. but right. judge, Judge, jury, executioner. We uh, <laughs> we lay it down pretty tough when we have to. Would you be able to tell us who the uh, chief offender has been so far? Not what they've done. It could be anything. But is there who's who's contributed the most to the Kangaroo Court Fund? Uh, I try to contribute a decent amount myself, just so uh, it shows that everybody's uh, an equal. Even if even if you uh, have a little power, you don't want that power to get to your head. So I like to contribute on my own. Uh, 
Jokes, a new guy for us. He's uh, he's contributed a heavy amount uh, for missing our first three games when he was on Colorado. Uh, that was uh, that that's that's ridiculous. Just missing three games at the start of the year, so we can't have that. And then uh, the rookies get to take a little bit of the brunt of it. They have a they have uh, some uh, some duties, so we always just try and keep them in line and let them know that. Uh, it's a hard league and there's standards to being a pro, uh, but everybody gets it. Older guys, younger guys. Um, it, it keeps it, it keeps it fun and it keeps everybody equal too. You guys are back in action this Saturday, NVP arena, seven o'clock, all of it gets underway. When you start scouting out and looking forward to this matchup with the Las Vegas desert dogs, what stands out to you? Um, what stands out to me the most is I, I find out they're pretty fast out of their back end and they got two, two good righties and uh, a lefty in Greer who has a lot of experience. So I think they play fast and then have some experience on the front end uh, in offensive players. So it, uh, I think it fits us well. We like to play fast too. We, I think we're really good at setting the tempo of games and uh, we'll, be, we'll be ready for, to play at whatever speed and to set the tone ourselves. Now, obviously, you guys, first place, doing great. You, I can tell just by your answer to the points that you, you're not big on the, on the scoreboard. It's all about getting the W. What do you guys got to do to get that bounce back win this week? Um, I think the biggest thing, what we learned in our last game, was the start of these games is very important. Um, when you start fast, uh, it really impacts the rest of the game. Uh, you have to be able to close the game out, but uh, you can get yourself in a hole in this league very early, and it makes uh, playing from behind isn't the easiest thing. So I think the start is a big component of our success and winning the little battles. Our offense has done a great job in getting uh, second-chance possessions off of extra resets and different things like that. So they're being able to tire out a lot of defenses. And then – with uh, Nardell, Joe Nardello on the face-off and uh, Nick Joukowsky doing a great job um, off those face-off crews, um, it makes it a really good opportunity for us to play more offensive possessions. And then when our defense gets out there, we can play at whatever speed we want because we're well-rested and have had the time to recover because those two groups are doing so well for us. Patrick, I'd like to suggest a fine for Coach Clark for Kangaroo Court for being part of the Toronto team that beat Albany uh, You know, back when we had a team before. If you could put that in there, uh, let him know that we want him fined for beating us uh, You know, two decades ago. We'd, we'd like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's the smartest thing on my part. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll try and slide it in somewhere. Uh-huh. I give him a hard time for it every time I see him. I'm like, you know, I, don't, I have never forgotten. I remember. Have him paying Bitcoin, maybe. too, as well. Maybe we'll have to present that one as a group and not just an individual. Do you want me to come in as like an honorary member for one one practice? I'll just walk out and be like, yeah, we're finding you, okay? I don't care if you take my minutes away, Clark. I'm not scared. (laughs) He is Patrick Kastjocki. You're going to see him play this uh, Saturday against Las Vegas. Man, we appreciate your time. Keep up the great play. We love the way you're repping the Capital Region. You're doing a great job for us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys having me, and thank you for spreading the word. We really appreciate it. We see the results in the, in the attendance every week, and we just want to keep going up, and we're excited to be there. We appreciate you, man. The top four fours next to four biggest stories in the world of sports right here on LeVac and Goss on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980.